The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. All right, boys and girls, my name is Tobias Woolborn. The name of the marquee is Beer It Is. And in case you're wondering why it's allowed, because we're at the quarter here in Decatur, Georgia. But I am with a very special and lovely couple. I met them at Monday Night Brewing for a really fun beer release. Shout out to Scufflaw, shout out to Travis and those guys over there at Scufflaw, as well as Adam and the crew over at Monday Night Brewing for that Westside Funk IPA. And I was able to get two bottles, so if you follow me on Twitter and stuff, I'm going to be nice, and I may give one away to a lucky listener. Anyway, that being said, let's get back to the script. I am here talking to the owners of a future brewery coming up. They have some really cool beer, War Bond Brewing, and the name itself is interesting, and I'm going to start with the inspiration for that name. Absolutely. Miss Kimberly. Kimberly, introduce yourself to the audience and tell us who you are and how you got into beer. For sure. Hey, everybody. My name is Kimberly Lippert, and I'm here with... Chris. (laughs) (laughs) My husband. And uh, we are Warbond Brewing. And great question, Tobias. Warbond Brewing was a long, thought-out idea that we had. And we went over a lot of names. As you all know, I'm sure, there are a lot of names out there for breweries right now. And we really wanted something that was vintage. We love 1940s music. We love 1940s aesthetic. Um, I have done pinup work in the past, and that is actually how my husband and I first met, because he has a photography business as well. Photography, huh? Yeah. Wink, wink. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was the first and last time I ever got to use the line, hey, can you model for me? Yeah. And it works. <laughs> hey, look, guys, hey, by the way, hey, beer it is, we will help you in a lot of different ways. Get your beer, get your lady, and that's right. maybe a brewing partner. And that's what, these, that's what this wonderful couple is, and they have some really cool beer that they're doing. For sure, for sure. We are super excited to uh, be close friends with Scott Hedin at Bird Hickory Brewing, and very excited to be joining them for their fifth anniversary. Party. Oh, bless um, your heart for hanging out with Scott Hedin. That crazy <laughs> man. <laughs> he is a great guy. We love him. So it's been great to work with him, collaborate with him, and we're very excited to pour our fingers crossed Amber Ale at the fifth anniversary party. Nice. And by the way, guys, that anniversary party, by the time this airs, that party will already have happened, but I will tell you about it on next week's show. They're doing their barrel aged Colbs Farm yes. as the bottle release. Because they waxed. They're one of the few brews I've ever seen that waxes a non B8 stout. But to then to take that stout, that was one of the better stouts that this state has produced. And then to take it and barrel age it. Shout out to Scott. Shout out to Butter. Shout out to that whole weird-ass crew over there. <laughs> up their way up there. <laughs> you know, shout out to them in Kennesaw. Five years and still rolling, man. Good for them. And, and good to see Scott having some good some good influence, at least on somebody, for something, right? <laughs> no, Scott's a great friend. He's, he's awesome, and I love what he's doing. He's being creative. He's putting out there what he wants to put out there, and I love it. I, I think what he's doing is great for the scene, great for Georgia Beer. So very proud and honored to be joining him. Nice, nice. And then from there, let's walk back a little bit. So what about you guys? All right, so obviously he's doing the photography thing. Yeah. You're doing the pinup thing. Yeah. And so how did this coincide with you guys brewing beer together? 
That's a great question. So we are both uh, very spontaneous people, and a lot of what our dating uh, revolved around as we started to get to know each other was going out spontaneously, adventures, trying new things, and that eventually evolved after a number of months and years into road trips. And as we went on road trips and we looked up things to do in the areas that we were going, craft, breweries were sort of one of those unique things that we could try and get a local flavor of where we were visiting, and that's how we sort of started getting into the craft beer scene. Interesting. So we started visiting craft breweries, we started talking to the brewers, the owners, and it really piqued our interest in the market and the industry in general, and we started enjoying a bunch of different types of beers, and that's how we came to thinking about what we could do for the industry, what we could do different, how we could create our own niche in the market, and here we are today. So, all right, so then walk me through this, right? So you guys, were either one of you into craft beer before, or was it just like, hey, let's just try some beer? What, yeah. She was. So, okay. When, when I met her... So, so, wait, so typically it's the reverse, right? Typically it's the gentleman is <laughs> just related to the beer. So you already like, you already kind of like stalking with the pictures. Right, right, right. And so then from there, now you're like, well, shit, I, I, I don't get her drunk? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so when I met her, the, the, the most crazy beer I would drink was Guinness. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? Ooh. Hey, yeah. but, we all start somewhere, though. Absolutely, absolutely. That was kind of my gateway beer, and, and she she had been into craft beer for quite some time, and she loves IPAs. I still am trying to get my way into that kind of hoppiness, but she she slowly had me try this beer and that beer, and every, we go to bars, you know, hey, this is what I like, what can you recommend, and, and so on and so forth, and, you know, with all the road trips and finding all the breweries out there, I've always found something at every brewery that I like. So, so. so tell me some of the places where you guys were going. What cities? What brews? Gosh, all over the place. So, um, Jacksonville was some place that we went first because Chris is originally from Jacksonville. Duval. Shout out to Jacksonville. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and so, where are you going to Jacksonville? Oh that's gosh, a cool that's a great city. question. See, that we is didn't go to a brewery in Jacksonville. Yeah, we didn't. That was more family stuff. Because there's like Gold City down there now. Yeah, it's, yes, it's, I mean, it's, it's a all growing cool. market. It's 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 ironically, we went to Jacksonville quite a few times to visit my family, and I hadn't been there in years. But this was before I started drinking craft beer. Right. Now that I'm looking back on it, I'm like, oh, we need to go back down there to hit the breweries and maybe <laughs> see the family. You know? Right, right. I mean, it's a good 10 or 7. I've had Gold City on. Yep. I've yep. had, um, what's it, Engine, um, yes. Engine 47. Yep. I've yes. had those guys. I yeah. Mean, really cool town really good place for the definitely yeah so then from Jacksonville where else you guys yeah man Asheville Birmingham and Huntsville Birmingham and Huntsville like Alabama has got a great beer scene going on for sure so where are you hitting up in Birmingham now in Huntsville oh gosh well we love Rocket City Brewing shout out to them good friends out there in Rocket City uh, Yellow Hammer definitely Straits Ale nice Uh, Salty Nut nut. (laughs) Green Bus you know all all those guys out there in uh, in Huntsville we make that trip every few every few weeks it almost seems like we're out there all the time but um, Huntsville's a cooler town than people get and I'm I'm a I'm a space nut. I right, grew, right, I grew up loving space and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I drag her to you know to Rocket Center every time we're up there. But. <laughs> nice, that's not bad. That's a good look, man. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously Birmingham, some of you hitting up good people. Avondale, yeah. those guys, same tag. Yeah, yeah. 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 Last time we were in Birmingham, we hit up uh, Avondale's new sour room. And nice. They're doing, they're doing some fantastic doing a great work out, job there. out there. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to get back down there. I do some uh, radio on 991, which is one of the sports stations yeah. here, and I put those guys up on game they put me up on and really looking forward to hitting Birmingham for, for a day or two yeah. and just scoping the scene you know yes absolutely and I'll tell you what else you guys scope the scene each and every week here on Beer It Is my name is Device we're born and we are here at the quarter shout out to the wonderful people here but we are here to talk to the good people at War Bond Brewing and they're going to tell us about 
this ale. This wonderful ale they're going to be pouring yes. at Scott's Place at Burger King. Absolutely. So our ale, we really wanted to make something that was going to be accessible by everyone. You know, when you hear about a new brewery, there's a lot of us coming out there, especially with SB85, very excited for that to have passed and for it to open up the beer scene in Georgia. But we wanted something very accessible to uh, sort of be our entry into the craft beer scene in Georgia as our premier introduction at Burn Hickory's fifth anniversary party. So... This ale, very simple, very accessible, uh, 4.3% ABV. Nice. Using Wilmette hops on this guy. It's a great, really smooth, really drinkable, sessionable beer that I think everybody can enjoy, and it's great for summer. And there you go. And see, the thing with that is, right, it's always interesting, because you can come hit people over the head with some 13% right. barrel, yeah. barrel-aged stuff, which I mean, hey, look, those are dope. They but are. sometimes you've got to show that you can brew the simpler classic styles, mm-hmm. would you say? Right, exactly. And, you know, this time of year it's going to be hot it's going to be you're going to be at the beach you're going to be on the lake and doing something big and nasty there's always a time and place but our lighter beers there's a place for those and this summer we think this will be perfect so what are you guys brewing on right now so this weekend we're actually going to start up a double IPA as well as a Belgian we have a great system um, so we're going to do both of those huge shout out to our local places Schoolhouse Brewing and uh, they are doing a great job supplying ingredients to those home brewers who are out here in the Atlanta Georgia area nice and it's very interesting the homebrew scene if you go back 20 25 years ago you used to have to like buy stuff from a bread store uh-huh. quote unquote <laughs> yeah. and that just happened to sell grain and hop and malt and it's just amazing now how much the scene has grown and we're going to take a quick pause for the cause we're going to try the ale and talk about a few more things we'll be right back on beer it is at the quarter with war bond brewing Hey everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown and Collars podcast. Just reminding you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation. And to check out Crown and Collars every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around. This episode of the Beer It Is podcast is sponsored by Busted Tees. Your home for funny, awesome, cool t-shirts that are sure to get your friend's attention. Busted Tees puts many of their popular shirt designs on sale each week. Choose from several eye-catching t-shirts inspired by pop culture. Cleverly themed t-shirts inspired by movies, video games, TV shows, comic books, geek culture, and much more are on sale right now. To help keep our podcast free, you can order from Bust Tees by going to our official website, cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then clicking on the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Busted Tees banner, and then you can shop for awesome t-shirts. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it today. Alright, boys and girls, again, my name is Tobias Wilborn, the MMR Kids, here it is, and we're here at the quarter indicator that's why you can hear all the beautiful background noise of people loving and drinking beer and eating fine food come check this place out they are fantastic and 
On top of that, I am with the lovely couple behind War Bond Brewing. Well, Kimberly's lovely. Chris is all right. But, you know what I'm saying? Kimberly makes it, she, it brings the regression to the mean, you know? She's the brains and the beauty, and I'm me. Right. I mean, so, but somebody has to grain out. Somebody has to, like, grain and do the masking that's and right, stuff. That's so, right, that's right. there you go. There you go. Make it work. I mean, hey, look, we all want to do our best to find the best we can find possible. So, shout out to you guys for making that work and continuing to grow. So, from there. Brewery on coming. We just tried the Amber Ale. I mean, I got to give you credit on this one. Caramel color. It's, it's, well, I mean, listen, as a brother, you know, I, you know, the caramel means a lot to me, right? It, it, it gives me that feel. Like, it's like robust, but then when you, you smell it, you, you get the nuttiness, you get the nose, you get those malts, you can tell it's there, right? Right. Yeah. And it looks... Typically, you pour it into a sniffer. It just it, it gives you the feel of like a you know sister pinup, right? You know what I mean. So that's is that what you're trying to go for. You're trying to you know absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but, but walk me through this beer. Tell me what's going on with it and what you can kind of share. I know some people some brews are funny about sharing. Yeah, no, absolutely happy to share. So we uh, want to provide beers to market and to the people of Georgia and hopefully beyond um, that suit every taste. You know, Chris and I have very different tastes, as mentioned earlier. I'm a huge fan of the hot forward, super bitter guys that are out there right now. Chris is more into sours. Definitely want to do a barrel aging program as well because we both love that. Nice. Um, so a lot out there that we want to tackle, but of course we got to make those things great up front, and that's what we're wanting to do. We got to get everything right on the nose up front and make good beer for the people by the people. So nice. So okay, each of your title. I know co-owners, but head brewer, brewmaster, who does what? How yeah. does that work? So, interestingly, we split the responsibility almost across the board. I will say Chris is definitely more the creative. Yeah, that's me. I, I came up with the logo, the name, the, the, the motto, all that kind of stuff. That was that was all me. The motto. Okay, tell me about the motto. So, our motto is buy war bonds because we're war bond brewing. Nice. And we, Old school. Right. right, right, right. We're playing off that whole, you know, in the World War II of buy war bonds, you know, that kind of thing. Right, right, right. So. <laughs> An ultra guy. Yeah, yeah, right. you got the whole voice. It, it kind of had a ready-made marketing campaign when we found the name. So, it, it, everything just fell right into place along with that. It was wonderful. Nice. And, and then, Kimberly, what, what's your strength? What's your... Yeah, so my history prior to being passionate about craft beer was a career in corporate retail. It's what I've always done. Uh, buyers for a number of large retailers, doing operations for a number of large retailers, including here in Atlanta. So I am more of the business end of the operation, but we share brewing responsibilities. We both love the process of brewing here. Oh, that's going to be awesome. So, I mean, it's a lot of fun. And, yeah. and for Kimberly in particular, I gotta ask you this because on the show I've only had this is the fourth one I've had out of 40 episodes I've done and I'm kind of embarrassed about that because I mean I think there should be more women in the industry absolutely but as a woman what is your experience like? definitely so I'm really proud to be uh, hopefully one of the future women brewers in Georgia Um, I think there's a huge opportunity for women out there to enter into this market we have um, a passion for this market you see just as many women these days in breweries as you do men. Um, so I am really pleased to be out there and getting sort of the feminine touch, so to speak, into the craft beer market. And I think that's important. Um, one of my favorite brewers, Eric over at Wild Heaven, he's always like, he likes to get the opinion of women because they have better palates in uh-huh. a lot of cases. And yeah. You know, he comes from a, a restaurant background, and mm-hmm. he explains. I was like, okay, I see what you're saying. And, and that's why, you know, there's a lot of what he does, like the sours, yes. a lot of that kettle. Because, like, women can pick up those flavors. So, like, 
how do you take what you do and what my man Chris does mm-hmm. and kind of blend that into Yeah, I think owning a craft brewery is very similar to a marriage. You have to be really cognizant of what each person likes, and you have to factor that into what you do together. So we're definitely going to do some things that I like, which are unique from what Chris likes. Um, But putting those both out there, I think we can serve a wide market. And just like with any marriage, you know, each person should pick up the other person's weaknesses as their strengths. So I think we really complement each other really, really well. Nice, nice. And that, I mean, that has to be a thing because you guys work together. you guys own the business, so it's not like work doesn't leave, right? I mean, how do you absolutely? Like, how do you deal with that? How do you work through that? We share a beer, man. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, so and with that, just being a like, you know, being a married couple. It, it's real, like there's finances in this, right? Yeah. I want to go all up in y'all, all up in y'all, sure. all up in y'all, you know, business, but. Here's yeah. my tax return, take a look. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, I mean, how does that play when, you know, y'all gotta explain to each other, hey, you know, you did this, you did that, like, how does that work? No, there, there's a significant amount of thought that has to go into starting a craft brewery and. We have, thankfully, a lot of people here in Georgia. There's a great community of people. Nobody has turned us away at any craft brewery or any expert uh, or professional out there when it comes to asking questions about how to get this thing started. Uh, And we're so appreciative of that. I mean, literally everyone that we have visited in Georgia, which is, I would say, 90% of the craft breweries right now, has been extremely helpful in uh, giving us advice going through this process. So when it comes to the finances, you've really got to look at where things are at. You've got to understand whether or not you're going to do this process with investors or not. Um, and you have to look at each other and say, you know, what's the balance here? What are you going to give up to make this happen? And because we're so passionate you about give this, to get. You do. You do. Absolutely. And none of us are in this business up front to make money. We all know that uh, you got to put in a whole lot to make a little, and that's a long way off at the very beginning. But we have a passion for it. Uh, we found great community in this this whole group here, especially here in Georgia. So we're excited to to move down this path with all of them by our side. So when I met you guys, like I said, it was at the Monday night um, in Scuffalaw. Like I said, right. shout out to all those guys. What Joel. an awesome night that was. Just, that yes. was a good night, a good event. Um, Tim Dennis from Beer Guys Radio was there. Yes, Al Sharpton was there. I mean, both Tim and Aaron there. Yeah, I mean, just a lot of like good people. Um, my man Jason does the beer tours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of cool people who love good beer who love Georgia yes. and want to see Georgia beer do well. In fact, I even paid. So because <laughs> again, it's a fundraiser for the we all did. Yeah, it's a fundraiser. For, you know, it's a fundraiser for, for the guild, man. Absolutely. But that brings me to what I was about to say next. At the event, you know. You guys met up with Nancy Palmer. What's what's like working with Nancy like? Kind of getting to know her as you know, particularly for you, like another lady in the definitely, industry. Definitely, definitely. Or having a major seat. Right. I I was so pleased to speak to Nancy at the event at Monday night with Scott Law. She is an excellent supporter and uh, beacon of light for Georgia Craft Beer, and so excited that she's in the role she is. She's obviously very passionate about it. She is so helpful and provides great guidance to those of us who are getting into the industry and could not be happier that she's in the role she is. And as you said, great to see a woman representing Georgia Craft Beer. I think that's really important. Yeah, shout out to Nancy. Um, when I saw her, it's funny because that the day earlier that day, the Braves had a home game mm-hmm. and they hosted um, Ralston and a bunch of those like senator people. Uh-huh. 
yo, excuse me, speaker of the house, Ralston, I'm sorry. <laughs> let, me, let me clean it up. Make sure everybody gets an understanding of that. And for us, Nancy Palmer, all like 95 pounds of the soaking wet, you know, <laughs> walking around and with all these, you know, big time people guiding them and making them. Well, I mean, know, the work that she's done game. has been incredible, you know. Yeah. She, she's really she's really changed the scene here in Georgia, especially with what's coming up, so. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of what's coming up, SB85, I mean, what does that mean for you guys? Very exciting. I mean, I think that really opens the door, uh, not only for established breweries in Georgia, but it also opens the door for those of us who are newer to, to the community, given that it will make brewing and distribution brewing a whole lot more accessible and make things a bit more cash flow positive, hopefully earlier on in the process, given that we will all be able to sell from our brewery, so very excited for the developments there and the support that Georgia has put behind SB 85. Uh, we were definitely huge advocates and supporters of that, so we could not be happier. And I think that's like going to be a very interesting thing to see how that law plays out. And on the backside, we're going to take another quick break. We're going to talk about that, talk about what is coming up for you guys business-wise, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to ask a few questions. Guys, stick and stay on Beer It Is, my name is Tobias Wilborn, here at the Porter, with the homies from Warbond Brewing. We'll be right back. Alright, boys and girls, we are back for segment three, the hour of power that is Beer It Is. My name is Tobias Wilborn, and I am with the good folks of Warbond Brewing at the Porter, literally sitting here at the bar. You know, cranking it up, we're trying different things, and we had to slip out to try their Amber Ale, and I cannot wait to have it poured with the CO2 tomorrow at Burnt Hickory. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how different it is from the bottle you guys gave me from the actual draft pour. And so we'll see how that goes, and tell us about that event real quick. Absolutely. So, again, Scott Hadeen, great friend, great partner as we try to grow our business. And so, fifth anniversary party for Burnt Hickory, opening up a lot of great beers, cracking open a lot of great beers at Burnt Hickory that Scott has done, a lot of collaborations Scott has had with other Georgia brewers. So, very excited to see the turnout. Looks like it's going to be a great number of people in the weather. Look, it's looking like it's going to be awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring some weird stuff tomorrow. Um, <laughs> got a couple of fooder sours from, like, Do South. Got some fun things I'm gonna, you know, just bring to just share with the homies because you know that's how we, that's how we do it on Beer It Is, man. And um, I'm sure some some other friends will be there and. Really looking forward to celebrating with that weirdo Scott Hedin and the other weirdo that he employs, Butter, and uh-huh. that whole Allen and that whole crew mm-hmm. of strange people that they have over there. They are one of the better places in this state, and they've done a really good job of supporting the industry and people like you guys. So let's talk about you guys, right? All right, so you guys right now, you're doing some contract brewing, you're doing some home brewing on a big system. Tell me about the system you brew on at home, and then tell me about how you guys plan to go from there to... Yeah, so we, like most homebrewers, have started out bucketing, bucketing it up. Cook it on the stove. That's right. Cook it That's on the right, stove. Man. No better way. Yeah. yeah. That's how you learn, man. Fermented in some big old plastic buckets in hopes it turns out okay. And, you know, we weren't too disappointed with the first beers we made. Did a pale ale to start off as our very first beer. So, so were you guys married when you grew the whole fruit, or were you still yes. dating? No, we were married when we yep. started our first beer. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's sweet. She so, <laughs> 
have kept our first bottle, I don't think we're ever going to crack it open. So it's, it's, it's going to go in a shadow box whenever we get our uh, our official brewery. And we just hope it doesn't explode one day. But, you know. Just pop. <laughs> go up and yeah. fight like a wild ale just yeah, in there. Right. Inside the shadow box. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just fermenting and doing all types of weird stuff. So, all right. So you guys, you know, you married. Because, you know, I, I've, I've had a lot of brewers on this podcast. I mean... Literally, the founders of Southern Tier, all the way out to Lagunitas, everybody into the smallest. So, typically, it's the husband saying, well, you know, my wife wasn't too ready for me to be homebrewing like this, and she was getting annoyed, so that's why I went up to a bigger system. And, you but know, and, and Kimberly was the one that wanted to, to get into all of this. She's the one that, that first said, hey, let's make our own beer. Let's go out and get, let's see what we can do with this. It's been a, it's been a blast. And so, how did it go from that to, like, okay, all right, let's brew some beer on our own. Mm-hmm. What was it like? The f- well, I ask you two questions. What was like the first time you shared that beer, and when did you know that beer was ready to be shared with people? From the very beginning, I mean, as I said, we were both super passionate about it. Um, when we cracked the first one open, it was pretty darn good. I had been warned that your first beers can turn out like sweat socks from a gym, so <laughs> we were uh, probably a little bit uh, naively impressed with ourselves on our first beer, but we shared it with others and got a really positive response, and I think like most homebrewers, that was the uh, impetus to get us started thinking about doing our, our own brewery. So, you know, foolishly or not, that's the direction we went. <laughs> so you literally went out the stove with the pot to the turkey cooker. Yes. And- oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right, we gonna own a brewery. Yeah, ferment that stuff in a plastic in a plastic bucket in the garage and call it a day, bottle it up and. So like, what were you mashing on? Like, man, it, it was stovetop nuts. Like, it was crazy. I'll tell you what, though, man, our house smelled awesome. It did. It smelled so good when we were when we were boiling all that stuff. Man, when we went to go pour it. It smelled like after after a frat party. Uh, <laughs> all that right, spilled beer everywhere. everywhere. Oh, yeah. spilled beer. <laughs> so you know, because this was because one of my favorite. Um, Reformation Brewing. Love Reformation. Um, yeah, shout out to Spencer. Shout out to that little guys. Out there. I call him the preacher and the pilot, man. Yep. You know, <laughs> really cool guys, man. Smart. Getting it way up there, but that's how good their beer is. I'm willing to go up there and go check those guys out. So shout out to them. Yes. And, you know, they talked about these parties where they had like hundreds of people camping yeah. out. Yeah. And then, you know, we were at Monday night and Joe and those guys were talking about the Bible studies. Yep. Yes. What, was it like? what was your story? So our story really has been homegrown. I mean, we get our parents' feedback, we get our coworkers' feedback. We have like little groups of coworkers where we go find a park <laughs> because we don't want to get in trouble with anyone else. Right. And, and we pour beer for them and get their feedback. I'm not going to lie, we may or may not have tried my beer at the office a couple of times. <laughs> Whisper. Don't tell yeah. anyone. <laughs> but okay, it's all good, right? I mean, yeah, he survived. Sure. Nobody yeah. died. For sure. No Tiger Woods. Oh, no. no, yeah. <laughs> Hey man, it was pain pills. Hey, that's what, hey, that's what we say, right? And we're gonna go with that. But anyway, from there, I mean, so then from there, right? So you're kicking it on the stove. Yes. What are you brewing on now? Tell me about the system and tell yeah. me where you want to go. Yeah. So right now we have done the big old upgrade to Bayou Classic. Gonna be honest, um, we found a great Bayou Classic system. We're gonna be upgrading that really soon. Um, obviously, looking for some contract brewing opportunities beyond just BHB. Um, so those are in the works. Not gonna say anything official about that yet. Fair enough, fair enough. But really excited about the upcoming opportunities to partner with some really great breweries here in Atlanta. And the thing is with Concept I mean, there's Thomas Creek um, in South Carolina. Not saying that's what you guys are thinking about, you know. But I use them as an example. I could think of like 
hell, I think five or six breweries here in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, Wild Heaven, Monday Night, you know, so on and so forth, on down the line. Yeah. You got your start kind of brewing there. Absolutely. Or, you know, there's um, the group up down in Lakeland. Yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of people are doing their stuff there. So, I mean, yeah. how do you trust somebody... Definitely. With your recipes, I mean. Definitely. Well, as I said, the community we found here in Atlanta among craft beer brewers is just amazing. And our desire to contract brew or gypsy brew, as we've heard it called, which I think is an amazing term. I like gypsy brew, man. I like gypsy oh, brew. Oh, look, Evil Twin has made a life out of it, Absolutely. Man. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Um, what we love about it is you not only get to use the big boy equipment and get to use, you know, the resources. Yeah. yeah, the resources, but you get the people. You get the guidance and, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel they're going to tell you the mistakes they've made in the past mm-hmm. you don't have to make the same mistakes that's how open and honest the the community is here and we're just so pleased to be a part of that and, you know i come from a photography background the photography community is very similar right. you get together you do photo walks you do you do photo shoots together you know with with models you know all that kind of stuff you share ideas you share techniques you share the, the, your quote secrets and all it does is make the community as a whole better and we've really found that the craft beer community here in georgia is very similar to that so that's include the pickup one Yes, yeah, right, right. <laughs> so I, it, you, you laid it out there, man. Right. You know what? It worked. It worked. Second date, she modeled for me, and it's, it's been awesome ever since. Do you still have those pictures? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, like, those are ones you have to like sign and frame yeah. if you haven't already. Yeah. And, right. You know, not so you got to share them, but that's yeah. just something. They'll, like. they'll be no, they're they're completely G-rated, and they'll be a part of our uh, brewery space. So there you absolutely. go. Absolutely, yeah. Because again, that, that's part of the story of yes. who you guys are. Yes. And who the brewery is. That's right. And so, tell me from there, all right, you said right now you're doing the, the contract, the gypsy, whatever you call yeah, it. Yep. <laughs> and I know you guys are working on getting this space. I have to say exactly when, but what does Warbond look like a year from today? So, I think what we'd love to see is having a great space. Um, you know, definitely have weighed all options. The warehouse spaces that are available out there are great in the fact that they're pretty much ready-made, they're cement slab, they're ready to go. But what we're really passionate about is something similar to what Creature Comforts has done in that they find great historic spaces that they have brought new life to, and thus they've brought new, um, you know, vibes to the community that they're in. They've, they've brought more people in, um, and they've created a great new social scene in the areas that they're located. So we really have a passion to do the same, is find some great uh, historic spaces that we started looking into uh, to potentially revitalize and turn into an awesome um, space for our community. Guys, you're listening to Beard is on the CSPN Network. My name is Tobias Wilborn. We're going to take one more pause for the cause. We're going to come back and we're going to just do a little bit of Q&A with this wonderful couple of War Bond Brewing. The guys, take a stay. We'll be right back with you. This is Tim Dog from the Compa Chronicles. Make sure to join myself, Agent 70, Dirt, and Roddy Cat live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as we discuss the latest breaking comic book news and also review the new comic books each week, along with discussing TV shows, movies, and much more. And make sure to go to our website, theclicknation.com. You can listen to the Comic Book Chronicles every Friday by subscribing to the Cold Slither Podcast Network. 
Alright guys, we are back here once again at the quarter here in Atlanta for Beer It Is. My name is Tobias Wilborn and we are here with Warbond Brewing with Kimberly and Chris. How about that last name? Lip Hearts. Make sure I got that right because I have had a couple brews and don't want to mess your name up because I get sense about people messing my name up. So, that being said, we're here and we're rocking it and let's do a little bit of fun Q&A. Yeah. Let's do it. Alright, so question for Kimberly. What was the first good beer you drank? First good beer I drank. Man, that's a tough question. I have to think through a lot of beers. Um, the ones that I have been really impressed with have been unique and off the wall. So, got to give a shout out again to my man Scott Kadeem. Most of what he does, despite being different and unique, that's what appeals to me. So, everything that I've ever had at his brewery, I'm really a huge fan of. That weirdo. <laughs> he is. He is strange, he man. Is. And, and he's a camera guy. So, obviously, of course, of course. as a photog, you understand. I do. I mean, you working with still still working with the, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm a still guy. He's, he's a video guy, but still, we, we get each other. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you got into the whole, oh, let me model for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's definitely <laughs> something Scott would do, because all camera dudes are straight. To be fair, I did not model for her. I don't get in front of the camera. I live behind her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody did. need to see this in front of me. Hey, but you know what, though? You had the game and the foresight and the mind power. And look at where it's led you, man. Absolutely. So shout out to that. Everything happens for you. So, for you... Tell me, what are you drinking that's not your stuff? Oh, I, you know, I, I always try to find something that I haven't had before. It's very rare that I really go out with a desire to get a specific beer. I really love uh, sours and wilds. But, you know, I'm, one of my favorite beers that's, that's come out recently was uh, Monday Night's Tears of My Enemies. Oh, yeah. That is the last beer that I that I actually sought out. And, you know, it's a good we, beer. Yeah, we, we got lucky that uh, Wing Cafe and Marietta uh, put it on tap last week. And, you know, I'm on, I'm on Untapped, and it popped up on there. I told her right. after work. I was like, we're meeting there for dinner. Y'all, I was already <laughs> home in Powder Springs at that point, and he told me Tears came on tap. And uh, that place is literally an hour away from our house. I drove the full wow. hour to get that beer. And I called in advance and I said, I heard you're tapping this on Monday. And they said, we'll tap it now. And I'm like, I'm there. And I may wow. or may not have had two before she got there. But no, oh, it's so good. <laughs> well, hey, man, you know what? That's a good beer. Like I said, shout out to Joel. Shout out to Adam. Shout out to all those wonderful people at Monday Night Brewing, man. And they're doing some phenomenal yes. stuff. Here's my enemies. Yeah, they're, they're doing God's work over there. Indeed. Literally and figuratively, man. I mean, so from there, Kimberly. Yes. What makes you the happiest when you're drinking a beer? You know what I really like about drinking a beer uh, is the community. I know I keep mentioning that, but being in a great craft beer bar or a great brewery where there's a bunch of people there who are also passionate about beer, it's great to talk to people about what they drink recently, great to talk to people about what they like or dislike about a certain beer. That's what spurns our passion with this. It's what spurns our interest in the, the market and, and this community in general. So love the social aspect of craft beer and all it brings Chris, what you got, man? Give me your top five breweries in the state. Top five breweries. Oh, you're asking me to make enemies here, man. <laughs> no, no. You know, 
I gotta say, right now, probably my top brewery is probably gonna be Scofflaw. You know, they they're doing it, man. Man, we, you know, we went to their opening weekend, and right out of the gate, they taste like a ten-year brewery to me. Like fantastic. Big ups to them yeah. across the board. Uh, behind that, I'm gonna put Monday Night, um, Wild Heaven, Three Taverns. Red Hair, I, I do like Red Hair. A couple of their beers over there are fantastic staples of mine. Um, All right, fair enough. I do, I do like. You're that. one of the few people that I've met that will put Red Hair in the top five. But yeah. hey, well, you know, they're, they're two minutes away from my office too, so they're fair easy, enough. They're easy for me to go hang out at after work. I will <laughs> say that they did bring back the Watershed Brown because they, uh-huh. they they took it away for a minute. They did, they did. But they brought that back. It seems so. You know, uh, you know and I, I like their 50/50, and I actually use their grapefruit soda to make to make Rattlers at home all the time. There you go. So, Not bad. I, personally, I think that the, the, that their uh, grapefruit soda and their cocktail pale ale makes a better rattler but you know one day they might decide to take that idea and run with it who knows fair enough <laughs> alright Kim what about you uh, I would absolutely say the same thankfully we're on the same page with those but uh, a couple that I would tack on to that man do I love the Woodland Spice Sweetwater oh, yep they've come I, up on that they've I got... am so impressed yep. with what Sweetwater has done with their sour program their barrel aging program um, really really impressed love everything they're pushing out there um, and I'd also like to to definitely mention Red Brick Brewing they're some of the guys I actually went to first when I first moved to Atlanta and they have had such improvements over time I love everything they're doing right now Beard Envy is one of my favorites really unique really I love good Beard high gravity beer so, love what they're doing. Great guys working out there. They had a, actually, they have a wheat that's out um, for the aquarium. That's right, the, uh, yes. the, the, the whale shark wheat. Yeah, the whale shark yeah. wheat, yeah, which yeah. is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the name's hilarious and the whole thing. You know, sadly, it doesn't taste like whale shark, but, you know. <laughs> no, that's a good fun beer, man. Shout out to Garrett. Um, Steve Anderson, he left over there and he went to Dry County. Yep. But that gives other guys over there a chance to set up. Yep. Shout out to Chris Morgan. They have a really good crew over there at Red Brick. Yep. I, out of all the breweries, I will say Red Brick is probably my favorite atmosphere mm-hmm. as far as just being able to go over there, hang out, their tasting room. It's still one of the more fun because it's... Sweetwater gets a little crowded sometimes. Oh, it's nuts over there sometimes. Yeah, it gets a little frat boy. It's a little crowded. (laughs) Um, Creature has gotten so big now. (laughs) But, like, Red Brick, you can still go over there. You can still walk up to the bar, get a good brew. So, you know, like I said, there's a couple things I want to see them do a little better. But... Overall, it's still a good environment. Yeah, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Abby of the Holy Ghost. Oh uh, yeah, shout out to the lady over there. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think they're doing a great job. I am a huge fan of Belgians, and so she is doing an awesome job putting those out there into the market. Great and, work. And she's really funny. She has an interesting story too, mm-hmm. as far as like it was between going to nunnery or becoming a brewer, <laughs> and she decided to become a brewer after a night out enough at Brick Store Pub. Which I mean, you know, what? lucky for all of us. Lucky yeah. for all of us. And she's really kind and shout out to her. She'll be on the show really soon. Awesome. And in that area, I mean, you got Gay City. I mean, there's just yes. so many the beer scene here is crazy. So speaking of that, how do you guys feel you fit in? Because I mean, every time I look around it's Iron Margaret, there's yes. so many people coming along. Yes, absolutely. Uh, last I heard, there are 70 BIPs, 70 breweries in planning right now and so much of that has been driven by SB85 passing. We could not be happier about that. But our our uh, strategy... Uh, Is there 70? That's right. That's the last I heard. That's right. I mean, there's, there's a yeah. lot out there. Because there's... Okay, because wait a minute. Because already in the... Well, there's room for it. Sure. Oh, I mean, yeah. The whole state of Georgia has fewer breweries than, say, the city of Portland, yeah. Oregon. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, there's room for it. It's just interesting. Yeah. Wow. 
And you know, not all of those are going to make it. Not all of those are going to make it to actually opening. Hell, we might, we might not make it all the way to opening. Hope so, but... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make great beer in the meantime, no yep. matter what. We'll keep making great beer, even if we don't get that far. So. Right. <laughs> but what we really aim to do, being from Potter Springs, is just bring a revitalization to our community. We have a lot of great people out there who love craft beer, but we really have nobody out there in the scene right now. So we hope to revitalize our community, bring a lot of people together through a local craft brewery that uh, also makes great beer that can be enjoyed all over the state of Georgia and hopefully beyond. Right, so you definitely want to taste the room. You definitely want a space. That's Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yep. You know, for us, for us, SB85 is kind of a boon because we... While we enjoy doing the tours and having the half pours and all that good stuff, it's great because it's cheap to go in there and have a of few course. beers and whatnot. But we really want to have more of a sense of community where people can come and they can hang out for a few hours. And they, can, yeah. they can meet their friends there. There's no pressure for them to, well, I'm out of tickets. I guess i got to leave or any of that kind of stuff. You know, Just hang out and Absolutely. have a beer. And- Absolutely. We want to create a, a community more so than just you know a tasting room. We want to have an actual place that people can sit and food trucks can pull up and you know we can, people can hang out a few hours nice and so tell people where they can find you guys on twitter and all the social media stuff so so it's actually pretty easy if you just go to warbondbrewing.com it has links to everything but we are at warbondbrewing on facebook twitter uh instagram all those things nice so check these lovely couple out i mean it's just i mean they're beautiful i mean their spirits are warm I, like i said i mean seriously guys like i met these people at Monday night, it was just like, oh my god, they're dope. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> well, thank this you. was drawn to you guys. Just, I didn't even know what you guys were doing, but just as people, you know, like just the way you guys like interacted with each other, and you could tell the care was there. And it, it gives a single guy like me a little bit hope that I can find some love one day, you know. <laughs> but that being said, we'll help you out with that. Oh, bless your heart! If you can, I will take it. But guys, we're gonna have some more beer here at the quarter. We're going to cut this thing loose. Thank you so much, War Bond Brewer. Tell us, again, give us a little, give us the motto, give us the thing to go out. Absolutely. We are War Bond Brewing. We are support the effort and remember, buy War Bonds. Oh, you got to give us something too. Oh, no, I was just going to say, we are beer for the people, by the people. There you go, guys. War Bond Brewing. My name is Tobias Wilborn. The show is Beard Is. Thank you, Classic. Thank you, Melon, for allowing me to do this thing each and every week. Here, thank our wonderful sponsors for supporting us, for keeping this podcast absolutely free for you to download on Apple, on Stitcher, everywhere that podcasts are given away. Keep supporting us. And by the way, guys, listen, go do the surveys, tell people what you think, show us some love, so we continue to show these breweries some love, and just so that in turn, they can give us beer, so we can give you beer. Guys, thank you for listening to Beer It Is, and we are out.